Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is November 8th, 2023. Today's song recommendation is Wonderful, Merciful Savior by Selah. Today we are continuing in the book of Revelation. We are on chapter 13, and I will incorporate into today's message from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6. Verses 4 through 8. I do want to reflect back to chapter 12, verse 11, which I felt I didn't really talk too much about that verse, and it's such an important verse, and it reads, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Pause. Such a powerful verse. Because, first of all, these things that are going to take place in the future, before Jesus comes down, <laughs> when he makes his glorious appearing, before that, things are going to take place, and it's recorded in the book of Revelation, and it is also recorded in other scripture throughout the Bible. So these are events that will happen. I don't know when. Jesus didn't even know. He said only the Father knew that time, the day and the hour. But what he's saying here, for the Apostle John to write, is those of us that overcome, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We've been sanctified, purified, made holy. And those of us know what he did for us. Because, because his blood washed us clean. He alone made us holy. But we have to be willing to be clean. We have to be willing to be clean. It can't be a decision to remain in uncleanliness. We have to realize that what the Holy Spirit is doing in us is cleaning us up. But we have to be willing to be cleaned up. We have to be, we have to respond to His calling. So how will you overcome? By the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. I don't know. I Nobody can be 100% sure if Jesus raptures his church before the seven-year tribulation or if he does it at three and a half years or if he does it at the end. Nobody can be 100% sure because it doesn't specify Unless, like with me, 
and I I have a scripture that I that's my one of my go-to's for the rapture at the beginning of the of the seven-year tribulation because it says that he he will come and receive us to his kingdom I'll have to what I'll do is I'll find that scripture and I'll put it in the show notes I should have sometimes when I talk about what I'm whatever is the Holy Spirit puts on my mind I recall a, a verse and then I'm not prepared to speak on to read it at the anyway but those of us whether we're if we're still here at the beginning of the seven-year tribulation we have to not love our lives to the death in other words we cannot ever say we don't believe in Jesus Christ when we are when we are held at gunpoint or if our heads on the chopping block we have to have a belief and faith in Jesus Christ that we know that if our lives are taken here on this earth we go right to heaven so we do not denounce Jesus up until our death to the death we should not love our lives to the death because if you say okay 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 I'll denounce Jesus just don't chop my head off or don't shoot me or don't put me in prison or whatever the case may be we don't know we're not we're not going to really save our lives are we because get this point through your head every soul lives forever the soul lives forever the body does die but even if you say oh I I'll go ahead and, and take the mark of the beast <laughs> when Jesus returns after the seven-year tribulation you are you are eternally separated from the Father you're eternally separated from God at that point so this is what the why this verse is so important. We have to not love our lives to the death, all the way to the death. Because yeah, they'll come after us. They sure will. So I wanted to touch on that. And the whole purpose of the book of, of Revelation is getting people ready so they're not and, and Jesus was on record all the time be ready be ready be ready be ready and this isn't to scare people it's he was saying this is coming this is coming we've got to start taking it serious we've got to start to we have to be willing to be clean we have to be willing for the sanctification we have to be willing to pick up our 
pick up our crosses and follow him. We have to be willing. We have to be willing. I am actually going to start in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 8. It says this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all of your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. Pause. Now we are either the physical seed of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, who's later renamed Israel. So that's here, O Israel, to the physical descendants. Here, O Israel, to the spiritual offspring of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, renamed Israel. This is to the physical and the spiritual descendants. And he's talking to us all the way back from Deuteronomy. Well, from the beginning to the end of the Bible, he says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Pause. Why would God say, the Lord is one. For those of you out there that believe that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God, has not come, why would Jesus, why would God say to Israel, the Lord is one? He's preparing us Meant because the, the, the Holy Bible is for everyone to read and to be edified and to learn who the heart of God is, who God is. And he is saying, the Lord our God, and who's God? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And he says, the Lord is one! Exclamation point. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. If you love the Lord our God like that, you are certainly willing to be clean and to walk upright in righteousness we've we've got to get ourselves ready we don't know if we're even going to be around for this end time period just this week i've heard of a couple of people that were killed instantly without any prior warning and that's a lot of, that's the fate of a lot of people they don't know when their last second is one od'd on 
Oxycontin, fentanyl, that drug that's out on the streets, 14 years old. And another one was vacationing somewhere in, in Mexico and was executed. You just never, you just, we don't know. You and I, we don't know. So let's get into, ooh, goodness, the beast from the sea is the name of the chapter. Revelation 13. And I will read, let's see, it is in two sections. So I will pause after the first section and then we'll go into the second section. Then I stood on the sand of the sea and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and his authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world marveled and followed the beast. So they worshiped the dragon who gave authority to the beast, and they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And he was given a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God. To blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. And it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall be into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Pause. And that last verse is why I really wanted to reflect back to 12:11, where it says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives. They did not love their lives to the death. Now the beast of the sea, we do not know who that is. But it's a man. It's a human being. He's the Antichrist. 
and he comes and he well just the description alone is quite something but the devil the dragon gives the antichrist his power his throne and his great authority and this antichrist becomes mortally wounded but his wound is healed so he's a false messiah pray playing trickery on the people on the earth that he is the messiah because jesus christ he died and he resurrected and so this false antichrist who can rule for three and a half years he is wanting the people to think oh here you've been waiting for your messiah and now i've resurrected see i was fatally fatally means he's dead fatally wounded and now i'm alive again is he's a false false demonic person and he and it says here so they worship the dragon who is satan himself who gave authority to the beast, the Antichrist, and they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Ha! Jesus Christ, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Ah! These evil, evil, people and de the devil will be executed defeated and thrown into the fiery lake of fire forever forever tormented in the lake of fire oh what a day that's going to be and of course this beast was given was speaking great things and blasphemies against who for 42 months against God he blasphemies his name and his tabernacle and all who dwell not on earth but in heaven he's blaspheming all those that dwell in heaven and God's tabernacle and God's name and notice in verse 7, it was granted to him. <laughs> These people, they're not in charge. This, this Antichrist and the devil, they're not in charge. It was granted to him, to this beast, the Antichrist, to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And that's why we have to not love our lives to the depth because he will come after us i want to go on record again that i believe that his true followers are, are already up there with him during this time and it's okay if we disagree on this we're not going to be cast to hell for having a different opinion about end times 
The most important is that we believe and have faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and that we worship Him and no other God. We worship Him with all of our hearts, all of our soul, all of our strength, all of our mind. Only Him. There is no other God. Only Him. So, God Himself grants the Antichrist to make war with the saints. And authority is given to Him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. This is over everybody in the entire world. It's not limited to any group of people. It's to every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship Him. And listen, if your name is written in the book of life of the Lamb, you are sealed. Sealed, sealed, sealed. But if your name is not written in the book of the Lamb, Now listen, this is where some people believe at three and a half years, and I could have my, my math wrong, but this is where at three and a half years people think that they're, they're raptured out. God takes all the sealed people, and then the rest of the, the plagues and, and the bulls and all, all that takes place afterwards uh, are the rest of the world that will worship the the beast and so or at least if there's not a rapture at this point you've made your decision you've seen enough in the first three and a half years or you've seen enough and i'm tired guys I don't know where where chapter 13 begins in the in the the tribulation. I'm really tired. If I've got a correction for next the next message, I will say something. But there's people that believe, of course, I, and I'm just going to say it one more time, that believe the rapture will happen before the seven-year tribulation. Some believe that people will be raptured at the three-and-a-half-year mark. And some people believe that at the end of the seven-year, that's when God takes his elect, his people. His chosen, his sealed, the ones that are written in the book of life. So, neither here nor there, if you don't believe in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, your name isn't written in the book of life yet until you make that commitment, until you believe and have faith in Jesus Christ. There lies your salvation. There lies your eternity with Jesus Christ forever and ever. So, if anyone has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. If you 
get arrested and have to go to jail and you're, you're, you're awaiting execution, your patience and your faith, you, you have, you, you're sealed. You're not, there's no way you're going back now. You are not loving your life to the death. And those that are, that will be killed, even during during this time and even if somebody is taken or has been has died in the past or is going to die between now and this this time ahead it if we believe in the son of god we are sealed and our soul goes to heaven <clears throat> for all eternity but in this particular time the people left are going to have to have a lot of patience and faith in who they believe who they believe in who they have their faith in the beast from the earth then i saw another beast coming up and out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon and he exercises all authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs, which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Pause. So this beast comes from the earth. This is Satan himself. And what does he do? Huh. As if. He, he has two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. So here he is wanting people to believe he's Jesus Christ, the Messiah because one of his heads one of his horns is like a lamb oh the mockery the blasphemous devil he will get his due and he speaks like a dragon ha huh. who's done there and he exercises all authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell 
in it to worship the first beast. He resurrects this statue and um, he insists that he insists that they they worship the image. I'm trying to he breathes life into this image and he just fools so many people. So many people. And I'm just thinking to myself, we've read all the disastrous things that have happened to this point. And we've got, Jesus is warned at least a couple of times in this chapter alone to, well, in chapter 12, he warns in uh Chapter, chapter 12, verse 12, Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that his time has come. He knows that he has a short time. And during that time, he is really going to try to cause a lot of people to follow him a lot of people to follow him and when we believe that is when our name is written in the book of life when we believe in jesus christ the son of god and he deceives those who dwell on the earth because he's doing all these signs and he's granting um the uh image to he's breathing life into it like like oh just ugh. Like Jesus, like the Holy Spirit breathes life into humans. I mean, he's just really trying to mimic. He really always wanted to be God. He has, of all the sins, of course, he's evil. The sin of pride. He, when God created Satan, he was created the beautiful angel. But his pride got in the way. He wanted to be God. And he and he's doing everything he can right here to have people look at him as being God. And so anybody that does not worship the beast is to be killed. Doesn't matter who you are. And he causes people to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name when we first read where it says uh let me find it here oh, sorry for the pause i should have underlined it it says this beast from the sea now the beast which i saw was like a leopard his feet were like the feet of a bear and his mouth like the mouth of a lion the dragon gave him his power his throne and his great authority and then it says oh no it's actually in verse one and on his horns ten crowns and on his heads a blasphemous name in my opinion 666 is the number of the devil perfection god is seven 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 
And so he's just an imperfect 666. And I really believe that this might not be an actual writing on somebody's forehead or or, or hand, but it could be, I'm going to go ahead and close my Bible here because I'm going to end here shortly. Could be a, a chip. I, I don't know. I'm really just <laughs> doing my best here to interpret such a difficult book, but I really believe because if the devil is after us and knows he has a short time and he hates Jesus, but Jesus defeated him when he resurrected from the dead. Hallelujah. He hates Jesus and he hates Jesus's children and he's coming after the people. So if God takes us to heaven where he's prepared many rooms for us, there are in his in his father's house there are many many in his father's mansion there are many many rooms and he comes to he comes and gets us because he's prepared a place for us that's the scripture that i'm i don't that's what i'm going to plug into the show notes because that's where i feel if if he was preparing a place for us in heaven who would he be preparing a place for us I mean, why would he be, pre be preparing a place for us if he wasn't going to come and get us first in the twinkling of an eye? Because he's coming down on that great day. He's coming to kill off Satan, his false, his, his antichrist, his false prophet, all of them and all their people that worship them that have taken the mark of the beast he's coming down to get rid of everybody and then he's creating a new earth for his people so why would he say he's preparing a place for us in heaven anyway that's one of my the key reasons key point that why i believe the way i believe but if he if he doesn't come at the beginning of the revel uh, of the tribulation and he comes midway well either way i mean certainly if you weren't ready at the beginning you're going to be ready midway and he he writes this stuff for a reason i there are people that believe that none of this is going to ever happen so anyway let me look at my notes here I wrote just things, some, some words down. We serve a just God. And because we serve a just God, why wouldn't be why wouldn't he <sighs> give people their due? He's a just God. So I hope you listened to the song, Wonderful, Merciful Savior. I just love that song. I was listening to it last night and I sang the song to God twice. Wonderful, merciful Savior, blessed Redeemer and friend. Who would have thought that a lamb could rescue 
the souls of men. Hope you listen to it. We need to decide because we serve a just God. Will we get a reward or judgment? Reward or judgment? We've got to be willing to get to make make ourselves clean. Have the Lord, the Holy Spirit of God, make us clean. We've got to be willing. Ah, the wages of death. Excuse me. The wages of sin is death. Went to the doctor today just to go on a little personal ending here. My lung doctor, and he usually is a real Debbie Downer. He's always trying to get me on these three antibiotics, and you got to take these three antibiotics for a year and a month. And they're very strong antibiotics. And he, But you know what? I prayed on the way there, and I'm like, you know, Lord, I've got so many people praying for me. A multitude believers and you say lord when two or more gather in your name you hear the prayers of the righteous and this doctor comes in the room and it wasn't even like he was the same man i told my husband i said i think god was talking through him because he basically just told me oh you're fine you don't want to take antibiotics it's your choice it's your body it's your choice you don't want to take him he's never said that to me and I'm supposed to be going in for a CAT scan, and I thought he was going to really get on me about that. And he, I said, I haven't done that. I, I'm taking, I'm drinking some teas, and I gave him the names of the teas. And he says, well, okay, okay. He says, well, if you don't want to do the CAT scan, don't do the CAT scan. I mean, it was just like, who is this guy? <laughs> the Lord was just so present in this room with me that he he was confirming from this doctor that's always pushing COVID vaccines on me. Nothing of that sort was done today. Hallelujah. It was a pleasant experience. And I felt like God gave me the confirmation <laughs> that I'm being healed or am already healed from this lung condition. Anyway, I really hope that, uh, this message has blessed somebody. That's always my goal, to reach at least one more person for the kingdom of God. To at least get you thinking. And if you're a physical descendant of Abraham, I ask that you read the Old Testament. Give, ask God to give you new ears, new eyes, new heart to hear. Read the book of Isaiah that points to Jesus. It's time to figure it out. Figure it out. It's for all of us. It's time to pick a side. We either are going for rewards with Jesus, be rewarded for following him, or we can go into judgment for not following him. All the glory to God. Much love to all. I want to say I probably fumbled my words quite a bit. I hope not, but if I did, please grant me some grace. Until next time, bye.